superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Only those who wish to listen may do so. That's a thinker. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I don't know if you've heard, but Naeem Hines does appear to be out for the year. He's on your brother's team. Is that a possibility for you, Dalvin? That'll be a sign, but not out the picture for me to go, you know, go play that play that with him. Okay. Today's guests. Open championship winner, Brian Harmon. Host of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. TCU head coach, Sonny Dykes. Comedian, Jim Gaffigan. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yep, we're live in Los Angeles, California on this uh, Tuesday, the 25th in 2023. It is a... uh, it's quite a day here in, in, in L.A., 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Um, you know, uh, I, I just want to jump in just to start this program uh, real quick with uh, the news that broke about 45 minutes ago that kind of paused uh, my entire morning, uh, hit the pause button on that. Uh, Bronny James, the 18-year-old son of LeBron James, Savannah James, um, had a had a heart attack, it appears, during practice at USC basketball yesterday. It required him to be rushed to the hospital. He spent some time in ICU. He's in stable condition right now. But just to hear an 18-year-old kid having a heart attack um, in the middle of practice and um, with so much promise, we, we can only hope that they find out the cause of what happened and it's something that is fixable and it is something that uh, Bronny James can just go about his business of trying to be a- as great as he can be and keep um, keep the the arrow going straight up. But I, I just can't believe uh, what I heard, and I just wanted to start this program by sending uh, all of our best to the way uh, of the James family. Yeah, um, doesn't matter if he hears it or not. I just wanted to say that into a microphone. Um, and and uh, leave it at that, as opposed to all the speculation you see right now um, on X, whatever the hell they're calling it now, and everything else that you're reading about his future and things of that nature. It's an 18-year-old who, who needed to be uh, hospitalized and who knows, potentially resuscitated a heart attack for Bronny James. Good Lord. So we're sending our best to him. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Uh, Chris Brockman, once again, is uh, out of his chair. 
Uh, so uh, Mike Del Tufo is all by himself over there. Good to see you over there, DJ Mikey D. Good morning, Rich. Uh, and TJ Jefferson, the candle's already lit in your direction. Good to see you over there. What's up, Phyllis? Uh, we are, we've got four guests uh, all over the map. Uh, we've got Open Championship winner Brian Harmon, who just uh, is coming back from Royal Liverpool with, uh, with the claret jug in hand. And, um, and we'll talk uh, with him about his dominant performance mm-hmm. from the uh, second round of that tournament on and holding on to the claret jug and not giving up and uh, winning by six strokes um, in Royal Liverpool. So we'll chat with him. Then in hour number three, in-studio guest Jim Gaffigan will be here. Uh, he has a new comedy special out called Dark Pale, available today on Prime Video. Um, Jim Gaffigan, the conversation that I have with him uh, in hour number three of this program. Uh, before him, Sonny Dykes, the head coach of TCU football, um, and uh, um, uh, enough time has passed uh, between uh, between last uh, New Year's Eve and and now. I'm able to talk with him um, okay. after he curb stomped my Wolverines uh, on the way to going to um, the national championship game against Georgia. His first game that's coming up uh, about uh, a month plus from now against Deion Sanders mm-hmm. and Colorado and Sonny Dykes as a new quarterback, as we all know, Max Duggan. Um, is now a Los Angeles Charger, one of, let me get this correct, uh, one of eight TCU Horn Frogs drafted. And of the eight, I guess he's going to be spending some time here if he wants to see some of his uh, former players, five of them drafted by a Los Angeles team. Okay. You know, the Chargers and the Rams. So um, TCU West. And then uh, uh, Mike Florio will be first up here uh, on this program. Um, from, uh, pardon me, first up in hour number two on this program um, from Pro Football Talk. So he will be uh, joining us to talk about the news involving Saquon Barkley today. We have been following the plight of running backs trying to get paid in a manner uh, associated with their importance on the field. That is normally a way of paying players who are important for winning on the field, getting paid elite top dollar, wide receivers, quarterbacks, left tackles, pass rushers, and when they perform on the field, when those guys perform on the field, and even if they are of advanced age and they're performing on the field to the tune of uh, numbers you would think are posted by a 20-year-old quarterback like Aaron Rodgers pushing 40 looking great you're like I don't know how much longer he can play but he can keep playing let's pay him like he's uh, an elite player wide receivers somebody who's uh, over the age of 30 and trying to do well we're just sitting there thinking okay he's uh he's uh um avoiding the the rigors of the NFL he's got the fountain of youth doesn't he mm-hmm. Von Miller's got the fountain of youth doesn't he so let's uh, let's pay them like uh, they're elite players, but not running backs. Those guys, when they put numbers up, 1,500, 1,600, 1,700 yards, you're sitting there thinking, well, how much longer can they do it? we got to go get a young guy. And we're not paying them either. So uh, the latest from today, Saquon Barkley, it does appear, swallowed his pride and decided to come in from the cold and report to Giants training camp on time. And what was the deal sealer was the fact that the Giants decided to put a little something extra on top of his 
franchise tagged contract. What is a $2 million signing bonus? So they decided to give him two of his 10 in the form of a signing bonus. You get it. You sign your contract and you get that money right here as opposed to having your money parceled out week to week throughout the season. And guess what? There's an incentive clause in there of about uh, $909,000. He gets $303,000 if he reaches three different benchmarks for his season in rushing yards, touchdowns, and catches. And you might sit there and think, okay, that's chump change compared to, again, what Saquon wanted. And, in all fairness to the Giants, rejected. Apparently a $13 million contract per year was on the table, and the Giants reportedly, again, Mike Florio coming up in hour number two, said if you reject this, we're not putting it back on the table. And it does appear that they were true to their word. They didn't. Or didn't guarantee enough in the future years enough for Saquon to agree to it. And then the franchise tag, as we know, gets slapped. It's applied on players who don't mind, and it's slapped on players who do. And so... The Giants essentially give Saquon a little bit of something. And it's a rarity what they did. The last time a player who could just have to play on the franchise tag got a one-year deal plus a little something extra on top of it was when Edger and James got this deal from the Colts in 2005. They gave him an opportunity to make a little bit more. So this is something... The Giants are putting together out of the Bill Polian playbook, it appears. And to me, this has the feeling of Saquon having to swallow his pride a little bit here. Yeah. Because you look at the incentives. 1,350 rushing yards. He's never reached that in his career. The closest he's come was last year, 1,312. His rookie season, 1,307. In between that, 1,003 in his sophomore year, if you will, second year, and then the injury marred 2020, and then the injury shortened 2021. 11 touchdowns. He's only done that once his rookie season. Last year, he had 10. Those are the only multiple touchdown, double-digit touchdown seasons for him. 65 catches. The only time he's done it was once his rookie season, 91 receptions. That's it. So he's got to have the best year of his career. Essentially. To get this. And it just has the feeling again of having to swallow his pride to take this. Because the guy we saw on that podcast, the Money Matters podcast, one week ago yesterday when it came out and he said on this pod, I could say F it. F the team, F my teammates, and hold out. And that's an option for me. And it was just so out of character for him, the Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate for the Giants last year, to say those words into a microphone. Today, you see the real Saquon, the guy who is a baller, who doesn't want to sit at home, who is a football player and a teammate, and somebody who wants to dominate And if he gets a little extra cash, 
little face saver coming in. He doesn't want to sit ATC at the crib. He wants to be with his teammates. He wants to be with the Giants when they open things up at East Rutherford today. He wants to be on time. He doesn't want to be a holdout. He doesn't want to have that on his resume. That's the guy. And the Giants can say, hey, we did something nobody's done since 2005. We're going to let you wet your beak a little bit. But to use another Godfather phrase from Godfather Part 2, this kind of has the feel of one of the Rosado brothers giving Frank Pantangeli a $100 bill to commemorate their meeting. And Pantangeli told him, I don't, I don't like the C-note, Rosado. That's what it kind of feels like to me. Let's get them all. Let's hit them all now while we got the muscle. That's what it feels like to me. <laughs> they gave him a C-note. And he's like, I don't kind of like it. But I'll walk in. We all know what happened next. Spoiler alert. But. <laughs> but. Saquon's there. And general managers across the rest of the league Ownership across the rest of the league. Find out what type of cigar Joe Shane likes to smoke, if he does. What red wine or white wine he likes to imbibe, if he does. What beer he likes, if he does partake in that. And send it to the Giants facility. Because this guy held the line on the running back market with arguably the best running back in the league and a face of his franchise. And he's paying him one quarter of the amount, minus the incentives, if they are reached, one quarter of the amount he gave to his quarterback, who did it only once now since being drafted out of Duke, and whose tremendous season, Daniel Jones, can be ascribed to three people. Number one, himself he did it he had it within him he had to find it number two brian dable the coach of the year who helped unlock it and the guy who signed the contract daniel jones and the guy who is coach of the year also because both of them succeeded with one another couldn't have done it without number 26 also and he's the one who's got to eat it it's a heck of a meal though $11 million if he does meet all the incentives. It's a great meal. We would all sign for that. But when you compare it to the rest of the league and players who are as good as Saquon Barkley on the field and then, of course, in the community, it feels like the Ceno. And a high hat to use another phrase from the movies. A little Miller's Crossing for you right there. This is something that the running backs, when they zoomed over the weekend, certainly didn't want to have developed two days later is Saquon signing for this, but Saquon's got to do what's in his gut and in his heart, and that is to play football while he can at the high level that he has. But the Giants, one more phrase, to salute. We we lift the, the glass In their direction, they held the line on the running back market. And again, the one guy who I believe can bust through on this is going to take a while. I mentioned yesterday is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is pushing 30. If he starts at age 30 when he turns it in January, right, and he's still 
now having potentially a humongous season for a team that everyone is overlooking and can take, thanks to, in large part, his production to the playoffs and then do it again at age 31 and age 32 and then maybe sign somewhere else if the Titans think that's enough for him and then go ahead and do it like Frank Gore deep into damn near his 40s and somebody of his stature will then run to the Hall of Fame where I think Frank Gore should go anyway. But this guy is the guy who can basically say, you need to pay me. At age 30. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I'd love to know what your thoughts are. I mean, we've been pounding the table on this thing. I can't, I mean, Josh Jacobs, what happens with him? And then, of course, what happens with Dalvin Cook, Zeke, and everyone else that's without a job at the running back position. We'll put this thing to bed and start playing football. Just like Saquon just did. Yeah. Brian Harmon, the Open Championship winner, fresh back from Royal Liverpool, calling into this show. There is you as well. Mike Del Tufo brought some mail from home that I cannot wait to open up on the air. What? That's called a tease. Hell yeah. Mike Florio, I've got the top five training camp storylines of 2023. We've got also Sonny Dykes of TCU football and the hilarious Jim Gaffigan. On this Tuesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on Roku and this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM and more. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're still here on our Roku feed for the moment. Our radio audience will return in just a little bit less than two minutes' time, and that's when we'll say hello to Brian Harmon, the Open Championship winner. Um, Jerry is talking today with Stephen Jones. Mike McCarthy, they're in Oxnard, pal. I know. They're up the road. Not too far. Well, you know, all you got to do is just go to Nobu Malibu every night. And you'll see them there. 
You have to go all the way up to Oxnard. Oh, you can split the difference. Split the difference. You got to get in there, Obu, though. You just have to get in. That's the problem. I mean, there's a parking lot. You know, you could hang out. It's parking lot. There's a parking lot in Nobu. I got I a nice long lens with a camera. I've never been to Nobu Malibu. Actually, oh, that's so. great. Phenomenal. You want to go? Of course. You have to leave your house, though. Phenomenal. I'm, you know, I do occasionally leave the crib. Well, I mean, to come here. Outside of that, though, what do you do? He does I, things. I, he just doesn't tell. When was the last time you left your house not for this? Sunday. Yeah. he. Uh, you he, do realize he, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so Monday you just came to work and then went home. I went home. Yeah. Okay, that's a typical day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but I went out Sunday. Are you going yeah. out tonight or are you going home? What's today? Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I don't home. have any plans yet. Okay, so then then now we're on Wednesday. See what the, my point is? You got to leave your home. <laughs> if I had something to do, oh, Rich, I, I would see. Leave. Like if if you say TJ, you want to come to Nobu Malibu with me? No, of course, something to be like, heck yeah, let's go. Okay. Nobu's good. Yeah, I can't do it tonight. Oh, of course not. We should do a Nobu. We should? We should do a Nobu. Will you pay for it? Yeah. I'll t- Were you really? 100%. I'd oh. pay for it. What do you think? I thought you'd TJ be like, I thought you'd be like the... How can you say TJ knows? Thought, I've never had dinner with you. You'd be out. like what? That that alligator in no, no. the Geico no, commercial. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> even this that guy. that's this guy. The plus <laughs> one of America. Please, he has plus one. America's plus well, one remember, on his license. Remember, he, short arms and deep remember he lost a bet in like the first year of this show. And, um, and, uh, um, was it Chris who who brought the 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 sports drink, but went for like the the two dollars sports drink and it pissed off Brockman? <laughs> Back here in the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. He just won the Open Championship and he did it and crushed it. And we are thrilled to have here on the Rich Eisen Show a champion. Fresh from Royal Liverpool for the first time on this show, Brian Harmon on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Brian? Fellas, how are we doing, man? Nice to meet Glad you, to Brian. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So uh, where, where, where have I found you? Where are you now? I am in upstate New York at Skinny Atlas Lake. Okay. Uh, my, my wife's from Syracuse. Okay. They, uh, been re- and she's been renting a lake house here the last few years, and Every now and then I get a year when I get to come and hang out with them for a little while. But I'm up here now and uh, soaking it all in, man. Did you bring the soaking it in? Is the jug with you? Is the jug there? It is. It has been. It, I haven't let it get out outside uh, of arm's length uh, <laughs> since since they handed it to me. So. so- it's, yeah, it's sitting right here next to me. Is it really? Okay, I can, I can, I can sort of sense it, Brian. I can sort of feel it through the <laughs> yeah. phone. It's got, a, it's got its own aura. You describe yeah. it for me. What does it, what does it look like to you? What is it? Very shiny. Okay. Uh, the, the intricacies of the engraving are uh, until you get right up next to it, you can't really. It's, it's hard to appreciate how much handiwork has gone into the thing. So it's, it's a real piece of art. It's awesome. Is it is it like the Stanley Cup where they replace the bands on it uh, as as the years go on, or like so? What's the oldest name and year that's on the jug, Brian? Uh, up here around the lip, I've seen an eighteen ninety four, eighteen ninety, yeah, eighteen ninety. Damn, Damn. That's wow. Pretty wild. wow, wow, wow. Fan. So hopefully this Georgia redneck getting the first one to lose this trophy. <laughs> God knows how many years. <laughs> have you uh, taken a sip of anything out of it yet? Have you done anything like I that? I sure have. We uh, it'll fit about four pints. We found out at the at the bar afterwards. Okay. Okay. It's four pints. 
But I got it here, and we were going to pour some beer in it last night, and my wife looked at it, and she's like, oh, my gosh, it is so dirty in there. So <laughs> we're going to give her a scrubbing this afternoon, and then and then I think we might did, did get a little bit more this afternoon. Okay, did did, uh, did the Royal and Ancient give you cleaning instructions for the claret jug? No, any... no it, it's, I almost had the same feeling, uh, you know, when you when – you, when I had my first child, and they let you leave the hospital, <laughs> you're like, "Wait, wait! I don't. It's not. Someone's not coming with me. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do." Uh, yeah, they just handed me. They just handed me this case to take it on the airport and just, you know, you know, baptism by fire. <laughs> I love that. It's a great analogy. I've got three kids because they don't. They don't give you a manual when you leave the hospital with your firstborn. Brian, they don't give it to no, you. No, and, 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 and who practices putting, you know, the kid in the damn, uh, in the car seat? You know, you got you got nurses and, and everyone's breathing over your neck. Like, man, I, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't practice for this. Oh. <laughs> so uh, does, uh, man, did it, does the jug have its own seat then? Did you did you have to put one in the back of your car facing it the, away from the, uh, from the driver? You I, had to, I had to, I had to, so they give you a case, I had to check it. I had to make two connections with the checked claret jug, and you're just like, well, here, here we go. What? Wait a minute. You had to check the jug? That's not a carry-on item? Come on. Check. Well, that, the first plane that I'm on is from Manchester to um, Amsterdam. Okay. And it's a little bitty regional jet. There's nowhere to put it. Can't You can't carry it on. The, the, the box they give you where the thing has got the – it's like I think the Stanley Cup's got its own carrying – Yeah case that they, I mean you can't fit that you can't fit it anywhere wow <laughs> you wouldn't you, you wouldn't know what it was thank goodness so then where did, when did you where did you land in America then where did you eventually land uh, so my route was Manchester Amsterdam Amsterdam to Detroit Detroit to Syracuse Okay, so, you, so you're at the Syracuse airport standing at baggage claim hoping the claret <laughs> yeah. jug comes out Brain. is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah well, luckily, I mean, now yeah, you know Delta. Delta's great with their uh, bag. I'm like, hey, it, it made it onto the airplane, so I should be coming out here. In a That's minute. true. Okay, yeah, you did. You do get an app update. Your your jug yeah, is on. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting yeah. there sweating. Brian Harmon, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing, and I think so well, many. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you land in Detroit, and you gotta you gotta get your bag. You gotta clear customs to get your bag. Right. And they're like, oh, you know, like you know, are you bringing anything extra home? Like, yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you declared the cloud jug when you got back to America? Is what you said? Uh, just, you know, you just kind of, you get like, bring, in, bring anything? I'm like, man, if you only knew what was in the damn bag. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Harmon, open champion here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, that, that, that big second round for you, did you wake up feeling any different than uh, any other day or you just – you just had some sort of no. clarity, and obviously uh, you're known for your putting, Brian. But this was particularly special on that Friday. Yeah, my my game's really been round and in the form. You know, everyone sees when you're really successful, but you know the success happens in the trenches. And I've been I've been grinding. I've been working, been working my tail off last couple of years trying to get my game as good as I can for as long as I can. You know, you get to this point in your career, you're like, now I'm 36. Haven't won as much as I should have. Had a lot of top tens. I've had a, a great career, but I have not done the things that I want to do. Like I just had like a conscious effort to really buckle down and and to to see what I could do. So 
I knew that my game was trending, especially the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, then just been playing some really good golf. So that, that course, I really, I really enjoyed Hoy Lake. Uh, it was my first Open Championship back in 2014, and, mm-hmm. and I, I was really excited to get back this year. So I knew my game was in a good spot. But no, I don't ever wake up. You know, I, I don't ever wake up and like, oh, today's the day. It's usually you just get done. You're like, damn, I, I played pretty good. That was, <laughs> that was good. Do you do you have those moments in the middle of a round though, um, where you're like, uh, okay, this the, the hole is looks like the ocean right now? Do you have those thoughts? Or you don't. <laughs> It always just seems kind of to be like the byproduct where you just, you, you kind of look up and you're like, well, I'm, you know, I'm four or five hundred through 12 holes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it, it usually the, the kiss of death is when you start realizing like mm-hmm. how well you're playing. Like, oh, it's kind of like if you're on a run, you know, in blackjack or something like, man, I haven't lost a hand in a while. <laughs> like, you know, when you got, when y'all flash the, or when someone's lining up a, an extra point, oh, this guy missed an extra point in 90 something tries. I mean, it's like, it's the kiss of death. Yeah. So it's just good to, Gotta stay in the moment, execute, and I did a really good job that last week. Although, uh, please tell me the story about the heckler on Saturday uh, after you took that big uh, lead. Were, at, you did the third heckler's, round. Well, walk, 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 <laughs> lots of them. Yeah, walk me through that if you yeah. don't mind. What happened? Well, um, I played with Fleetwood. He's a local local guy over there, and Fleetwood's a nice Simmons caddy or two of the nicest people that you'd ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, his fans are brutal, man. They were um, they were rooting him on and. I'd make a bogey and they would cheer and and uh, had guys all day Saturday. Um, and, you know, what the one guy in particular told me I didn't have the stones to do this. You know, you're you're gonna choke. I heard, I heard. You know, here comes Rory. You know, you're 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 gonna choke this. Just just stuff like that. And um, I wasn't overly surprised by it. It's because I know that you know they're soccer football culture over there is a lot like our SEC football culture. Yes. So it's, they're very passionate, you know, and, uh, it, it was, it was, a, it was a tough environment, but I, I was, I tried to treat it kind of like a road game, you know, hostile environment. And, um, I knew that if I could withstand the, the, uh, the onslaught, you know, at some point, like this is just going to be about the golf and, um, it's going to be about my execution and, and that's all that mattered. But it, did it kind of snap you into, um, a, a little bit more focus or, or what from that third well, round? Well, if they wanted, if they wanted me to play worse, they should have been really nice to me. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I like it. They've been killing me with kindness. I like it. Brian Harmon here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's talk about fans of yours and one of whom, uh, I am a fan of or, or, and have been for a long time and was. He is now dearly departed. Uh, Norm MacDonald, the comedian, uh, a few years ago, Brian, um, tweeted about you and and about how golf announcers frequently always have to talk about you uh, mentioning your height. Have you noticed commentators cannot talk about Brian Harmon overdue to win, he wrote parenthetically, without mentioning height. And then you wrote back, not every day that a comedy legend sticks up for you. Thanks, Norm. And then Norm, uh, a couple of days later, I guess, finally saw that because he tweeted about golf all the time. Like he was live tweeting golf nonstop. And then he responded to you saying he loves watching you. You have it all. You can hit it a mile, feather it around the greens. But what will win your majors? The Masters likely being your first is your easy perfection with the blade. Respect. He called you winning a major. Yeah, Brian. So, so so cool. So my wife and I are huge stand-up comedian fans. Whenever we find ourselves in New York, we always hit up the Comedy Cellar, 
uh, we're always around the village. Under, I mean, we just, we love it. Um, we, we go to several comedy shows every year. Um, so I, I knew Norm McDonald through his work and was very appreciative of his work. I didn't know he was a golf fan until someone pointed out like, Hey man, like yeah, Norm McDonald's sticking up for you. <laughs> you know, he's, I think he was getting after a guy, this Robert uh, Damron that was announcing. Yep. And he was like, man, why are you guys always bring up this guy's height? What's he got to do? And it's like, damn, thanks bud. I appreciate that. It is annoying. Like, uh, it's, it, it's, it's an odd, um, it doesn't happen as much in other sports. You know, you, you hear about Altuve, but they never be like, well, five foot six, you know, shortstop Altuve. It's just, you know, Altuve, the shortstop. It's just, it's an odd, it's an odd dynamic that we have. Um, but I certainly appreciated that. I appreciate Norm. And, and um, I, I know a lot of people have found a lot of his comedy after his passing, but man, what a, what a genius that guy was. No doubt. No okay. doubt about it. Well, now you're open champion, Brian Harmon. So it doesn't matter, you know. I mean, that's how you're. That's how you're measured by that. Five foot seven, open champion. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. Uh, I'll just leave it at, at, at open champion. So uh, now that now that you've won the open, have the Saudis called you now, Brian? Have they reached out no. to you? Now? No. No, I haven't. I haven't heard from them. Um, I just. Man, I'm I'm, I'm so happy. I, I I play golf for the I play golf for the trophies. I, I don't, you know, I, I I don't like that that golf has been fractured. Um, I hope that we can, you know, figure this thing out and and, and all get back together. Uh, there's it's it's very nuanced. It's very intricate. It's very very complicated. Um, and it just what bums me out is that going forward there are going to be, every time there's a, a negotiation or any sort, there's always going to be winners and there's always going to be losers mm-hmm. and. and I just hope that through all this that more people win than lose, and that's 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 my hope. So d- did the Live Tour ever reach out to you at any point in time? No. Never did. No, I, 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 I never talked to him. And then, you know, we're, always, to him. And we're always wondering in, in the media, you know, how it plays amongst uh, the players. Do you guys talk about it, like quiet moments in the locker room or out and about or on the range or just never at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it's been the most dominating uh, story in golf for the last couple of years. So, yeah, I mean, we've, I've spoken um, with countless tour players and countless live players. Uh, I played, played about six holes with Brooks Kepka mm-hmm. last week and everyone's got a different, a different take and a different mindset about it. You know, there's, there's guys that turned down lots of money. There's guys that left, there's guys that stayed. There's, and everyone's got their own unique um, viewpoint on it. So I just think it's really important to, to just respect everyone's, you know, opinion. And, you know, I've tried to take, I've just tried to listen to everybody's opinions. I've got my own opinions and, but I'm, 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 I'm just trying to be as, as open-minded and, and uh, hear everybody out as best I can. Brian Harmon here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Okay. So uh, it is safe to assume you are a Georgia Bulldog fan, Brian? University of Georgia. Okay. 2009. Yes, sir. Okay. So what do you think about a possible three-peat here? Brian, what are you thinking? What do you got? Uh, I think I think that I think they've got the team for it. I think it'll just come down to whether they can find the these last two teams have been blessed with some upperclassmen that were incredible leaders mm-hmm. that you were almost you know real coaches on the field. There was a lot of accountability, and I think that just that's the way Kirby Smart builds the team. And I think history is the best you know predictor of the future and. If he can get those guys to play and buy in like they've done the last couple of years, I, 
you know, who knows? You could have some special team somewhere that just comes out of out of nowhere, has a perfect concoction of players. But I, I can assuredly say that Georgia will be a handful for whoever they play. No, I mean, they always are. There's no doubt about it. You know, I mean, <laughs> does it make you a Philadelphia Eagle fan now? Since they, that's the path I, now. I, I, I mean, for them. Yeah, I, I love the. I love the. Uh, I, I grew up a Falcons fan. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I would say more of a col- more of a college fan, and uh, but I've got ties to a lot of teams now. All the dogs and playing at, at Philly, and then uh, my wife's from up here at Syracuse, so. You know, kind of a Buffalo Bills kind of sneaky fan by proxy. I love their passion. I love the way that they that they get after it. So uh, I'm, I'm more of a casual NFL fan. I watch a lot of games, but my, um, my I guess I guess my team loyalty is kind of up and up in the air. I've, I've got a few teams I pull on. Okay, beautiful. Hey Brian, um, I I think um, the reason why your your championship has captured so many people. Um, is you just strike me as just a regular dude who's really good at golf, <laughs> and and um, and I think a lot of people feel that way and are have just was thrilled to watch you go out there and crush it and have your moment and hope that there's more to come. Like Norm McDonald used the word majors, plural. Um, I hope that for you, truly. So yeah, congrats. Let's just, let's just roll with that. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. And like you know, let, let's let's just not let's not do this check bag thing anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's uh <laughs> that's that's the goal, I think. No more check bags. Why, why, are you so ner- why are you so nervous, man? I wasn't nervous. I figured it'd get there. <laughs> it's a it's been a nondescript bag. I mean you would you would have to go through every bag to to find it. Okay. All right. I'm just I'm glad and, and so it's I guess not, it's not like it's it's not like it's got like a big sign that says declare it jug. One of the most valuable pieces of uh, of I guess silver in the history of sports is right in there. So and your name's on it. Congratulations. It must be a, a mind blowing thing to see your name etched in it with something uh, you know, as old as you just described. It's pretty cool, man. Congrats. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all having me. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Let's do this more often. Thank you, Brian Harmon. We'll be uh, we'll be in touch. Congrats. Yes, sir. Thank That's, you. You bet. That's Brian Harmon, Open Champion, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How about that? <laughs> I mean, he's should... checking that thing, man. I'll be. I'll check the box, but I'll right, take the I'm, jug I'm out. Walk I'll out. walk on there yeah, and I'll I mean... I'll say, you know, fill it up. But his wife is looking in there and go, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, you got to clean but up. Alcohol, oh my God. Alcohol, that's, alcohol. A cob, that's a cobweb from when that's Sam Sneed was. <laughs> Sam Sneed. But alcohol clean most of the, you know. I'm sure you, no, I'm not saying that, that you so. can't clean it, but. You know, that's fine. It's nothing the shot of Jack couldn't, you know. No. Blow, blowing the Ray Floyd cobwebs out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't he, know if they won the Open. I, I have no idea. Rich, I'm sitting there listening to it thinking that dude could go on and do like a one-man show. That's He's funny. a great, funny storyteller. Uh, dude, just standing there at the, you know, we used to play the bag game. Oh, always. That, yeah. Oh, the bag game. When we were doing Thursday our, night. Thursday football was yeah. amazing. You put in a bean. You, you know, like you got about like eight bucks right there. Oh, and whoever's was, bag came out first. Oh, you get And people were like, but you, you know, you flew first class. Yeah, they got that anything. tag. It means nothing. Nope. Nothing priority tag. Nope. I've won that like Get two or here. three times. People thought I was fixing it. That was, was, was me, Brockman, and uh, Feller when we were coming home from the Emmys at LAX. Just like, our right, whose bag's coming out first? Did you do it? Best. Uh, we we said we were going to bet money, but you know we did. Priority. The priority bagging changed that a little. Rich. Priority bagging. My that doesn't United, mean anything. No, it means Jack I come nothing. out quick. I come out quick. 
Well, no. <laughs> but just guy. think, you're just, your heart's beating. Yeah, you're waiting. You're sweating. Yeah. You're just waiting. The Clara Jug's in there. You know what I mean? And it's just like, the okay. Clara Jug's, Jay, I'm wait a minute. That. I'm carrying it on. Hold on a minute. So he said he flew from Manchester to Amsterdam. Uh-huh. So that's one. One flight. But he said so that was like the no, smaller. That, that, so that, hold on a second. So that's two conveyor belts it went on. It went on a well, conveyor belt to, to get, get in there. the plane yeah. and then off the plane. Okay, good point. And then a third conveyor belt to get on the plane to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then a fourth conveyor belt come to, off. to come off. Yeah. And then a fifth conveyor belt to get on from Detroit to Syracuse. Yeah, you got a lot of, you got that's, a margin error coming. Like, there's a lot of, yeah. That's a six, that's a six shot hole. Yeah. <laughs> that's a double bogey. <laughs> there's a great chance that you never see it. Next <laughs> you you may never see it. That was the last time he'd taken six shots <laughs> in one single hole. I wouldn't. That thing's coming with me. That's sitting between yeah. my legs. On well, the you floor. know, you could check the box. The box. But I'm good. taking I'm the jug out. the box. Who cares? That thing's sitting right in between my legs, right here. But I guess that's why he's got, oh. he's got the cool of, like, standing that's... over a putt. Oof. Eh, I'll jar it. Eh, I don't care. I'll just check check the jug. Check the jug. <laughs> check the jug. That's why I told him. No more no more check baggage. You know what that means. The three be- most beautiful lev- letters in uh, aviation, FBO. Yeah, I mean, Phil, Phil, if Phil had won and he, he wasn't no. checking bags through Amsterdam no. to Detroit to Syracuse. No, no, no. Net yet. He's just hopping on the, on the <laughs> Flying J or whatever the yeah. hell it's called he's doing right now with his capes. And also, wasn't he? And he's flying, he's flying, he's flying straight in. At 36, isn't he like the oldest golfer to win his first major? Was that, I don't know. You've got the Google I machine right there. I believe that was the case. But, man, he was... Uh, there you go. That was, a, that was a funny interview, man. He's, that was fun. He's, he's a good. funny guy. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll set up shop for our friend Mike Florio coming up. In between, I've got mail from Mike Del Tufo. Wait till you see what we're opening up live next. <laughs> I can't wait for this. On the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning. Or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
give me your favorite story, whether it involves Rodney Dangerfield or Ted Knight, who I think is a comic genius. Um, anything, anything that was ad-libbed with Chevy Chase, uh, Bill Murray, obviously. Give me your favorite well, Bill, story. You know, Bill and Bill was just taking off. He had just booked Saturday Night Live. Meatballs was in the can. It wasn't even out yet. It was only a second film. None of his dialogue was written. So when he showed up and he did that Cinderella story about winning the Masters. Come on. Or looping for the Dalai Lama. They wrote that. He wrote it with Harold's kind of, you know, help editing right there on the spot. You know, so his genius was evident even back then. Chevy was our, had already done Fletch, what I loved, which I loved. And I also saw him do National Lampoon's Lemmings uh, down in the East Vill- or the West Village when I was a kid, which was an amazing uh, knockoff of Woodstock that National Lampoon did. Ted, like you, I was a huge fan of his from Mary Tyler Moore. And Rodney Dangerfield was my dad's favorite comedian. We used to watch him on Ed Sullivan. First day on the set, I go and I say hi to Rodney and I smile and say hello. And he goes, Oh, kid, your teeth are terrible. My my nephew's a dentist. Maybe I can set you up and he can help you out. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Rodney. That's great. Let's go on camera together. So he kind of reads me. He goes, ah, don't worry about it. He goes, Florida, huh? It's like a sauna with gnats. <laughs> Always on. Always on. Uh, any so did uh, anything else ad libbed from you or from? Uh, oh, well, you know that that famous. You know, do you do drugs, Danny, every day? That was a, you know, that's made it onto a few T-shirts. That was definitely an ad lib. Okay. Uh, most of Chevy, like when Chevy did that knockoff of the Six Million Dollar Man sound when yep. he was making all those putts. Yep. I, I didn't even know what he was going to do until he started doing it. So I just, you know, it was all I could do to keep a straight face. Happy 43rd anniversary to Caddyshack. 43 years ago today in 1980. Wow. Theaters near you. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Caddyshack turns 43 today. If I had a dollar for every time I've watched that movie. That movie is like... Man. When was the last time you've seen Caddyshack? <sighs> Within the last month for me. Really? Yeah. A couple years. Oh, it's been Even a while. Yeah. I, I, watch, I probably watch Caddyshack... Four times a year, it, minimum. It's a remote drop. It's one of yeah. It holds. Up. It holds up. You know, there are there are some scenes that drag a little bit. Um, you know, the the moments with Lacey Underalls, the uh, that her her moments do not drag. They they those were. I remember 1980. I was I was 11. Okay. At this date, well, no, I was. Yeah, at this day, I was 11 years old oh, so, in 1980. Okay. Like and I just remember it. the first time I saw her on screen, I'm like, this is the greatest movie oh. ever. How am I going to get to see it? And I finally got to see it. I don't remember the first time I saw it. It's probably like on Wometco, WHT, W-H-T. the movie network. Old school, yeah. Remember the box, you'd flip yes. a switch and you'd get to see their... We had HBO, and then, and then Wometco was the second one, WHT. Right. So you, you, you so, seemed like you were going to say you were disappointed, weren't you? No, 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 no. But I, I, a lot of the jokes is as an 11 year old went straight over my head. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, like the the Bill Murray. I just the character oh. I thought was just weird, and then I you know grew up and started to get the humor of it. <laughs> Start, imitating you know, you'll get no, but, and then uh, honestly, my, my I loved Rodney Dangerfield, mm-hmm. and um and. He was my favorite character until later in life, and the number of times I've watched it over and over and over again. Ted Knight as Judge Smales yeah. just steals the movie. <laughs> it's, it's, Judge Smales steals the movie. 
The world needs ditch diggers too. <laughs> like all of his lines. I want a cheeseburger. Uh, you'll get nothing in like you'll get nothing it. Nothing like it. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. I mean, all of it. Danny, do you stand for goodness Danny. or badness? <laughs> I'd like to come all night on him. I mean, all of it. He is the best character in that movie. Hands I like Rodney. Down. Rodney's my <laughs> guy. I love at, Rodney. When he's asking Ty what he shot, he goes, I don't keep score. Well, how do you uh, judge yourself against oh, other yeah, golfers? By height. By by height. height. <laughs> so, you know, it, it stands up. It stands up. Like to to mow my lawn. 43 <laughs> years ago today. Oh. And uh, check out our YouTube page. Uh, we just showed in our Roku channel only segment. Uh, Michael O'Keefe came on during the pandemic and um, he plays Danny Noonan. <laughs> I've sentenced boys younger than you to the gas Exactly. Station. Just, oh, my gosh. I want to do it. I felt I owed, owed it to them. them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Truly unbelievable. movie. <laughs> and him and Rodney Tangerville, like, anytime those two are just yeah. going at it, it's just classic. Written by Harold Ramis mm -hmm. as well, yeah. uh, who folks will definitely know by face from uh, Ghostbusters. You know. Uh, look what I have here, everybody. <laughs> In my hand. I'll cover it up. It is. It is. I can confirm. Mike Del Tufo's wow. home address from here. You handed it to me unopened. Unopened, Rich. Uh, no no date by which uh, you received this. It's Bath Spin But what it is, it is your shareholders missive from the Green Bay Packers. Seize your ownership. Lock in your vote. So I guess you're voting for the board of directors? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm opening it now on yeah. the air. And, and for those on the radio, you can hear. I literally just opened it. <laughs> and I have opened it. And, um, See, I told you it's got a letter. letter comes with it. It's like. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a ballot. Okay. Also, it is a letter from it's dated June 2023. Dear shareholders. It's, oh, it's from Mark H. Murphy. Um, just saying. Looking forward to hosting you. Mike, I'm invited. Uh, I get invited. I can go. Yesterday, Monday, July 4th at Lambeau Field, the meeting will take place rain or shine. Um, we know not every one of our nearly 540,000 shares. Yeah, I mean, wow. 540,000. That's a small group. <laughs> it's not a small group. That's an insane amount. And how much money did you spend on your membership? I, why do I think they were 250 apiece? Dude, do the math. 250. Do the math. Well, they don't you twice. think every NFL team, if they could do this, would do this? Oh, yeah. yeah. They paid yes. for the stadium. The, to be can renovated. you just do the math for me? What okay. 250 times 540 is? Let's see. That's what the Packers are making off of. Well, they their did fans it to renovate the and you. twice. Twice. And you. Yeah, I mean. You're not even a cool. Packer fan. Five hundred forty thousand no, fans, but it's, to me it was yeah, a piece of football. Five hundred forty thousand times I mean, two hundred fifty. Like, my calculator just went to E, like <laughs> like three point three seven. I mean, that's a nice chunk of change. That's that's like what, you know? No, I it, think it's more than that. Dude. Well, yeah, five hundred forty thousand yeah. times. And you God. said two hundred fifty. It's called a calculator. Mike? Hang on, I'm doing it, Rich. One hundred thirty-five million. Yes. Okay, yeah. there you go. <clears throat> And uh, here you are, uh, date and place and time and voting by proxy, which you didn't do. No, I know I don't. You're out. You didn't even your your voice you didn't even count. That's what they love about you. You're you you give them your two fifty and then you don't do anything. <laughs> you don't you don't show up. They don't have to feed you. Well, t wait a minute. You had 
more than one share, so no, you I, paid five hundred at least. Or yeah, no, well, actually, you had three, so you paid. No, I had two. I never got the third one. I, mean, I didn't okay. get the new one. So you paid five hundred. You I don't even got. know. By the way, uh, one of the nominees for the uh, election of directors uh, is Leroy Leroy Butler, who's by the way his occupation spokesman Kroger slash pick and save. Uh, he's definitely come up with some picks, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Just looking at this list here. Continuing directors is a whole bunch of people. Oh, other Butler. matters to be acted upon at the meeting. Yeah, they have like a, a whole uh, agenda they give you. Oh, my goodness, Mike. And you missed it. Man, what kind of team over if they, yeah, cleared, if they, man. If they, if they had all you can eat cheese curds, I'd go. You know, they probably do. You wouldn't go. You no. don't care. Leeward Butler's bio should just say Hall of Fame. And then here's just the, the, the ballot. That doesn't mean anything. I've, I'm holding a, a ballot. You, 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 you missed the date, Mike? He did. He didn't yeah, even. It's like I, I, you could even, was when I was busy, you could even phone like, in your vote. You, oh, you have oh, no excuse. I like, don't you're the know. king of phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what it is, folks. When you're wondering what is it like to be a shareholder of the Green Bay Packers, they send you this. And you ignore it if you're Mike. And then you just leave it sitting there by your, your Olaf mugs and don't even go. Like, oh, wait a minute. There's this right here. Here's your tickets. You get four tickets. Nothing. Is this how you treat your local election? Yeah, look at no, this. No, no, no. I I vote. I vote. Thank you for being a Green Bay Packers shareholder, exclamation point. You don't do anything for them. Nothing. Except give them your money. I, was cool. I did it for, for football. It's a piece of history. So, so you, people come to your house and go, yeah, look, I got I've got a Packers. I got, a, I got that thing framed. It's on the wall. It's do awesome. you really have it framed? Yes. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I don't Back at, it, it, in your does, home office? In the home office. Will you bring it here? I'll bring it in. You don't invite anybody over anyway. So how would anybody know that it's I'll bring it in. Then bring it in here. We'll have it here. Hang it up. I think, Actually, it's cool I think it's out. better. I think it's better to be here than your home, if you don't mind. I mean, <laughs> exactly. you're here a lot. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool piece. Of, it's a cool <laughs> piece because it says the amount I yeah, paid. Yeah, it has the price. We and have it has a Packer like the, fan in studio. You know, actor, actress, whatever. Like, no, no, no. Sign, sign it. it. Be just take right? a look at it, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh, cool," and then hand it back to me. There's 540,000. What do you get for it? You get you get an annual invitation to something you don't go to. In an envelope you don't open. Yeah. Well Let's done. See. And the Packers cash your check. Well done, Mike. Unreal. But Would I'm you like this back, or should I just throw it out? No, 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 no. I'll take it. Oh, well, they pay for the... They, by the way, they pay for the, the uh, He had no stamps. excuse. He you, had, don't have to, you don't even have to stamp it. Have, there's nothing you, you have to do. You don't even have to stamp it. Just open it. Put pen to I paper. I was busy when it came to my hand. I, I forgot. No, you guys I st- normally send them back. No, you don't. I bet you I've done last. Hold on. Richie's never like, sent one back. The first when, year I got all it. All honesty. The first year I got it. That Which is, I don't know how many years ago. You, she stopped voting. Yeah. This, is, this is suspect. This whole no, I did it once. This whole story is suspect. I did do it once. I did do it once. Way back when Eddie Lacy was running free. <laughs> Before for that, his Packers. Brett Favre was, was definitely how, When was the last time? How, when did you become a shareholder? When did the first time they sold them? Like within the last... You don't even know. You don't even know how long you've been a shareholder. It doesn't say shareholder. And by the way, it doesn't say how long you've been a shareholder. They don't even keep track. The only thing they keep track of is your cash. Once. I did it once. I actually gave the gift. I gave one of them to a friend. Here's a hint. Uh, Don Mikowski was still quarterback when Mike bought in. So you don't have to to renew every year? It's a one-time? No, one-time. One and done. Okay. All right. So there you go. But it's a cool piece of, like, memorabilia. I, I, dude, there is... No, I, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say no greater because obviously people have are, are biased. One of the most 
internationally known brands yeah, well, from I mean, a small, fine. if you will, market team. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, I mean, world-known, world-renowned. You've got something on the wall. That's great. great. airport, well, we got too. a part owner. I just wish building. you would treat your membership responsibilities a little bit more stringently. Spalding, yeah. get your foot off the boat. Okay. <laughs>